Hey friends, thanks so much for joining us. This is Unlock You with Dr. Shannon Crawford. I'm a clinical psychologist, leadership consultant, and a really big fan of you getting to fulfill your life purpose. I want you to get unstuck and unlock your potential relationally, emotionally, spiritually, and vocationally. Thanks for joining us and let's get started. Welcome to Unlock You with Dr. Shannon Crawford. And as we know, December is a whole month of celebration. So the fact that yesterday was Christmas does not diminish my desire to keep the Christmas cheer going um, and to just keep celebrating with you. So maybe officially December 25th is past, but just like my birthday, we celebrate for a whole month. I'm also okay on the tail end of prior month and after month. So it's also an option. So I think Jesus deserves for his birthday of Christmas that we celebrate more than just that tiny little day of December 25th, because probably his birthday was July anyway. So I think I'm going to start the trend before my homeowner association kicks me out of the neighborhood to keep my Christmas decorations up until July. Uh, anybody else with me? The Griswold family, probably. <laughs> um, this is my favorite time of the year. And we have probably all eaten too much and had more sugar and carbs and mystery meats than we know what we were consuming and uh, crazy sleep hours and done terrible things to our circuit rhythm, watching movies and endless hours and watching a lot of movies of perfect families on Hallmark, uh, certain demographics of us that breed discontentment with our own lives as we see the fantasy of what could be um, rather than beating ourselves up though. While we've put ourselves in the post-Christmas slump of going, oh dear God, I've got to join the gym. We've been sedentary. We've been eating. It's party after party or lack of party. Maybe some um, are not going to the things. And that can be also a real killjoy for the season of celebration. So wherever you are on this post-day after Christmas, I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas because I don't think it's stops on that day. And I think that it's really easy as a culture for us to build up to something and create a lot of fantasies around it. And in our fantasy, we essentially are creating like a film script or a projection in our mind of what it's going to be like. And when we do that, it's always the ideal of it. And the interesting thing is we're creating a fantasy. And just like all those wonderful Hallmark movies that are just as addictive uh, as sugar and cocaine, uh, because it hits the same dopamine reward pathway region of the brain, um, that we get hooked and sucked into the narrative of what it could be. And human nature is that we want to not live in our present moment. We want to live in this future ideal. We want to essentially be rescued out of our present, all of us from celebrity to politician, to social media, beautiful influencer, model, actress, um, CEO, man, whoever it is, we have a human tendency to be discontent with what we have, just like in the garden where we had all the trees available to us. And yet Eve was tempted in that moment. And Adam was too, for the record, because he had to be standing there to hear the conversation, but 
I digress. Um, so it was in that moment of choosing, I have everything before me. I have plenty abundance, more than enough. And yet the fantasy of some forbidden fruit, something that's being held out that I don't know. And so it creates this desire and this hunger and curiosity. And by desiring to have something that we don't have, wanting this wisdom to be like God in that moment, we traded contentment of the present for an idol of worshiping something or someone else instead of the one true living God who gives us real joy through Jesus. And when we do that in that choice, it's free will, we can um, each day, moment by moment, we create these trading moments a decision point in your thought life, in my thought life, when I'm deciding, am I grateful for the air in my lungs, for the limbs that mostly work, um, for the fact that I can get out of my bed, that I have running water, that I have access to community and delightful people. Um, that hasn't always been the case. You know, I've had seasons of pain and self-harm and eating disorders and uh, loneliness and isolation, living on a literal island by myself without a friend to my name. So in this season, it's really easy to take for granted the blessings of today and wonderlust after the things that could be, would be, should be. And as we do that, often the holidays, uh, whether it's a big family vacation, a Christmas party, an event, a holiday, a New Year's Eve, a New Year's Day resolution, we're creating this out there alternative that now I've created a neurochemical imprint that that is going to satisfy me that that's going to release this dopamine. It's going to be fantastic. And when I get there, then I'm going to be happy, which is the source of all idolatry is when I think something else outside of me is going to make me happy. What happens ironically is dopamine is released at the thought of it. And so that's that driving compulsion behavior where you start shopping and excited and you dress up or you get ready for the vacation and the swim shorts and whatever season that you're in. And so we prepare for it with dopamine hitting an excitement, excitement. And then by comparison, we've created the fantasy of what it's supposed to be like, but reality never lives up to the fantasy. So what could be a fantastic time where maybe you have two people to spend the holiday with, maybe you have one person, maybe you have a Zoom meeting with uh, one or more people for the holidays, but that never feels the way we anticipate that it will. Because fantasy is creating a neurochemical release at this feeling, this bar at the pinnacle moment. And when life, even though it's fantastic, doesn't meet that, it doesn't release the neuropathway of the reward center. It's not activating that region of the brain. And so life just feels kind of lackluster on accident. No matter how much hype or lack of hype, a lot of people try to protect themselves from the holiday blues and the letdown. And so we just try to not get hopeful. We try to not make it a big deal. But no matter what, we are creating a fantasy of something. And the fantasy could be that it'll just be lame and dumb and whatever, which also deprives your brain of just being present and being able to enjoy the moment you're in. Even tonight, um, I had an opportunity to go to a company Christmas party. And even though it's after Christmas, I think, again, we can celebrate all year 
I love parties. And so I was at a party and I originally was like, man, I don't really want to go. I have a lot of work to do, a lot of deadlines, you know, the adulting part of life that's less about parties and more about paying the electric bill. <sighs> Rude. So I decided to go to honor a commitment. And by going, it was the most random, eclectic, delightful group of people that probably you wouldn't end up together in any other capacity. And yet it was so fun and we played games and laughed and I got this cute little boy that's a stranger to me, giving me like little hugs and stuff. I mean, it was just a delightful time. But earlier in that day, I had dreaded it, right? And so I had created a lack of desire to go. And so I had to fight against that. And by fighting against it, you're now like, oh, you know, and you can show up less engaged, less excited, have different vibes than what you realize you're sending out. I think we've all done that before. And instead, by changing my mindset, going into the event saying, hey, I choose to show up and be present. God, I pray that it's fun in the way that it's supposed to be and that you help me to serve these people, to love them instead of expecting them to be uh, there for me. And it was such a good gut check to realize how many events, I'll just put myself under the bus, how many events that I am looking for my feeling, my euphoria, my pleasure reward pathway, that I'm going to have this feeling or this Norman Rockwell exciting moment. And instead, if I shift my inner world, instead of what am I going to receive, how am I going to serve? And when you look at people through, I'm going to either take from you, and then I'm looking at them like, you're not giving me that reward high in my brain. Uh, this is boring and you're not interesting. Or if you look at people and you find like you're looking for their beauty, you're looking for what's interesting and unique and mesmerizing about this person that maybe they've never felt captivating a day in their life. Maybe they've never felt interesting. So many people in this world just feel pretty invisible and average. And if we could be that person that sees them, not just like, Hey, how are you doing? Good. Yeah, me too. Good. You know, social pleasantries. But what if we actually see people? What if on the inside you're praying and you're like, hey, Jesus, what's something really cool that you want to share with this person or that yeah, I could highlight or compliment about this person? By doing that, you're changing the neurochemicals because now the reward moment for you is not me being paid attention to or getting this reward pathway and this feeling and this euphoria and what can they do for me. But now the reward comes like the treasure hunt of going, hey, I'm going to partner in seeing how this person is going to light up as they feel really known by this very specific compliment about their earrings or their, their lip color or their tie or whatever it might be that as you notice them and see them and you make jokes and you're present and funny and engaging and you're drawing them into the group. By doing that, that's hitting your reward pathway. God is so strategic that he knew by nature, we're all kind of selfish <laughs> and we're all kind of leaning into wanting our own way, our own feelings and things to live up to my expectations, darn it. <laughs> but if we would switch and it'd be the kingdom of the opposite, where instead of trying to go to get, we're going to give. 
And just by that switch, just that internal switch of saying, hey, Lord, I want to be blessed by getting to bless these people, see these people and be funny and humorous. But we can't do that when we walk around disappointed. If you walk into the room with an expectation, odds are good, you're going to get disappointed. Our lives, our families, our health and bodies, nothing lives up to the expectation, the perfectionism that we create in our mind. And by virtue, it makes us discontent and it's really hard to be lighthearted and playful and silly and to be the one that's so jovial that it helps to take the, the social awkwardness off of other people. So as you're exiting Christmas, we've just passed the 25th, but like we've decided, we're going to keep it up uh, a little bit longer. At least I have a couple post Christmas parties and I hope that you have them as well. And if you don't, then plan them, just have a dinner party and call it a post Christmas party or Christmas 2.0. Um, so I want to encourage you in that to change your expectations to change from a getting mindset into a receipt or a yeah getting into giving um, instead of expecting others to fill your love tank that you can just receive and then from the father you can now give to others from a full and abundant heart Hey, thanks so much for watching this episode of Unlock You. It is our dream to invest in you. And one of the ways you can do that is by getting more of the bonus material, the content, and to know about future events. Head to the website, drshannoncrawford.com, subscribe to the newsletter, and you'll be the first to know what we're rolling out. And we want you to truly get unlocked so that you can thrive, not only for yourself, but also for the greater calling on your life. Let's link arms and do it together. See you in the next episode.